0: strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord, good evening to you, and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: If you were with us yesterday, you know the theme for this week. You could probably guess it without me telling it to you. Is Thanksgiving, the celebration of Thanksgiving Day and the significance of that day, as well as the biblical aspect of it. We know that the actual first recorded day of Thanksgiving was held in 1623, and that was in response to rainfall that provided the crops, but also the pilgrims came over from England to this country Uh, because they wanted the freedom of a Judeo-Christian lifestyle. It was a spiritual day for them as well. And the first recorded day was held in 1623 in response to that combination of spirituality and thanksgiving for the crop, which, of of course, God provided.
2: And as greater, even greater, was that the Lord made a way for the pilgrims and the indians yes. to worship together and to thank the god of israel yeshua the messiah together for giving them fellowship and
1: food amen i also read two scriptures from jeremiah which was an encouragement to go back to the ancient days for example jeremiah 18:15 speaking to people of Israel my people have forgotten me they burn incense to worthless gods and they have stumbled from their ways from the ancient paths to walk in bypaths and not on a highway from jeremiah 6:16 6, we read stand by the ways and see and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is a walk in it and you shall find rest for your souls we're saying we read these scriptures because Somehow we've lost the main significance of Thanksgiving Day. We don't give thanks. We just come for a sumptuous meal. It's wonderful that families could get together with friends and break bread together. But the significance of Thanksgiving seems to have gotten lost in the shuffle. Wouldn't you agree, Junie?
2: Yes. And Jesus taught us that the road to hell is wide. But the highway, pathway that he made for us to heaven is very narrow. Yes. And so we need to go back to the ancient path. Amen. The narrow
1: way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we want to encourage you before you sit down for a sumptuous meal, really stop and each person have an opportunity to uh, give thanks and honor God. And that would be a great beginning to celebrate Thanksgiving. Uh, we, we read from Luke 17 and we want to read again today. It's about the 10 lepers that were cleansed and it came about, uh, Luke 17, beginning at verse 11. And it came about while he was on the way to Jerusalem that he, meaning Jesus was passing between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a certain village, 10 leprous men who stood at the distance met him and they raised their voices saying, Jesus master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And it came about as they were going, they were cleansed. Isn't it interesting, Junie? God healed them even before they got to the priest. But since they obeyed what Jesus said, they were healed on the way. Verse 15. Now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at his feet giving thanks to him. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered and said, were there not 10 cleansed, but the nine, where are they? Was no one found who turned back to give glory to God except this foreigner? Interestingly, Junie, that we see a link here between giving thanks and glory. Because when the man, the Samaritan, saw that he was healed, what did he do? With a loud voice, he glorified God. And he came and fell on his face at, at the feet of Jesus, giving thanks. Again, so he glorified God. He gave thanks. And then Jesus said, Were there not ten cleansed, but the nine, where are they? Was no one found who turned back to give glory to God except this foreigner. Junie, it's so significant that Jesus looked upon this man's coming to give thanks as glorifying God. So thanks, giving thanks is not just, uh, a polite way to say thank you to people although that's that's of course wonderful but giving thanks has to be an expression of the heart giving thanks should be everyday activity of people who are born again so let's look at the scriptures and there's 3 juni that really stand out stand out as a basis for the meaning of thanksgiving the first one and a very significant one is found in 1st Thessalonians Chapter 5, verse 18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. The second was in Colossians 3.17. Junie, you want to read that, please?
2: And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father.
1: Wow, so that's 1 Thessalonians 5:18, Colossians 3:17, and the, and the third verse I want to bring to your attention is Colossians chapter 3 verse 23. Whatever you do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not unto men. So there's much to be learned from these three verses as we will no doubt refer to them throughout the week. Firstly, we don't give thanks for everything as it says in 1st uh, Thessalonians in everything we don't give thanks for everything we give thanks in everything so what this word is really saying we can't if you you break a bone or you get hurt or have an accident you don't have to thank god for the accident or the whatever misfortune comes your way but in the midst of that in the midst of all circumstances are we able to give thanks? And there's no greater reason for doing this as it is, according to the verse. That is the will of God. So if you feel you're having a hard time doing the will of God, I want to encourage you on a very simple basis. Start thanking him. That is the will of God. Secondly, whereas in First Thessalonians 5.18, it speaks of giving thanks in everything. The verse that you read, Juni, Colossians 3.17, says, says, in whatever you do, do it in the name of Jesus, giving thanks through him to the Father. And finally, in Colossians 3.23, it shows you how to give thanks. Whatever you do, we should do it from the heart, and that includes giving thanks. It's not lip service, Junie. It's a condition of our life to give thanksgiving to God.
2: And part of thanking God comes with knowing that he is a faithful
1: yes, God. Yes, Lord.
2: That he has come in Jesus to save us from ourselves and from hell. He desires to heal us and redeem us. He desires to show us love Which he does, whether we know it or not. Yes. But I think for every listener, and you and me, Shelley, that we would ask the Lord to quicken us and make us aware of His love, moment by moment.
1: It's it's the key. But yeah, as you said that, Junie, I just think. Giving thanks is really an expression of love because everything God does is for our benefit, for our good. So let's look at uh, thanksgiving from a couple of aspects. Uh, let's start by looking at uh, the scriptures regarding when should we give thanks. And we already said, because it appears in 1 Thessalonians uh, 5.18, in everything we ought to give thanks.
2: And if you have your Bibles, turn with us to Ephesians 5.20. Always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus to God, even the Father. Do you think the word of God is clarifying when we should be giving thanks?
1: So in other words, from that verse, added on to uh, Thessalonians 5.18, It says, in everything, and here, Junie, from the verse you just read, always giving thanks for all things. In other words, there's not a time when we shouldn't be able to give thanks. So it's clarified in in these two verses, in all things and in everything.
2: And you know, Shelley, sometimes people are so hard or so bitter or angry that they can't find a way to give thanks because they really don't see God as he is. That's right. And I just want to encourage every listener, if you're in that condition, to ask the Lord to soften your heart because he is able, that you would be able to thank him because you'll know when your heart is softened and you'll begin to understand and see that God really exists. He really cares. He hears your prayers and he answers you.
1: Amen, amen, amen. Um, Let's look at Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And listen to the result of that. Remember, it's in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the result is this verse 7 And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Journey, it's so powerful. How can we not just give thanks to God?
2: And in Psalm 30, verses 11 and 12, I'm reading from the Amplified Version. You have turned my mourning into dancing for me. You have put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Verse 12, to the end that my tongue and my heart And everything glorious within me may praise, may sing praise to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. And you know, Shelley, as I was reading this, it's very clear, everything glorious within me That's the Lord himself. Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, we want to be a people with a grateful heart who always thank you, that it's not just to celebrate Thanksgiving on one day. We should every day thank you from the depths of our heart. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening.